0: Hey traders, happy Tuesday, it's Samantha Leduc, founder of Leductrading.com. I am here today for Macro to Micro Power Hour to invite Jonathan Gibbons, founder of VigTech.io, so we can talk about market structure and market themes as it relates to trading this uh, macro and micro backdrop. I do this feature with Jonathan on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock, the close, as well as on Thursdays I typically have a guest captain. Come in a subject matter expert. I've had some fabulous guests the past few weeks and months since I launched this and I would invite you to check it out. I will house all of this content here on my YouTube channel, which is Leduc Trading. Surprise, surprise. And underneath it, you will find an absolute fabulous um, macro macro power hour uh, channel playlist. And we've talked about, goodness, 1970s style hyperinflation. I had Denise Shull, the trader psychologist to the stars, on a few weeks ago. Scott Melker of uh, crypto fame. And uh, Logan last uh, two weeks ago on the real estate housing bubble, the most unhealthy housing market in 10 years. So definitely check that out, um, where I also post my Women in Trading and Finance series. And this is The place I want you to be directed for my uh, buddy here, Jonathan, who is in the room, and want to invite him to come on in. So hold on one second, let's just do that. There we go. All right. Hey, Jonathan, can you hear me okay?
1: Yes, just a second I'm getting my uh, screen set up here.
0: No worries. So today we're talking summer squeezes. We've done uh, you know the meme mania, but in particular, this uh, summer squeeze thesis might pick up a little bit more momentum because we've just had so much um, option activity driving the uh, single stock activity. And uh, last week, I had uh, tweeted out that 111, almost 12 billion in options premium for AMC alone, more than SPY, the Qs, and Tesla combined. So we definitely want to talk about what might be next. And to talk about that, Jonathan, how are you?
1: I'm hanging in there. I got my VAX shot, so I'm like, 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 struggling here a little bit today be a
0: little little tired it's also just the summer right i think we need some vacation time which by the way we talked about this i'm going to be taking some when my daughter comes from europe so there won't be um any webinars the first week of july which is a very popular vacation week anyway um she lands on the second so i'm 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 out of here (laughs) for
1: well well deserved time off right yeah for sure
0: and we'll pick it up um, every other week during summer, since we can, you know, have some time to sit in a hammock. So yeah. Yeah, I'm joking, yeah. of course. So, yeah. so catch me up. What's going on with the big tech product? Because uh, you have been dropping some bombs that you're going to be launching um, very, very soon. Tell folks about that.
1: Yeah, we got the whole new mobile app uh, update. Um, it's a whole rebuild of the iOS app, so that we can incorporate the options matrix into that and then a re-interface of the uh, interactivity on the whole app. So like getting to market indicators is so much faster, um, bringing some of the stuff to the forefront, um, you know, kind of in an informational basis. So it's like, you know, queries things for you up front. So that's uh, in final approval right now, uh, should be in the next few days. Um, it'll come out for iOS and then Android's right behind it. Um, so Android is in process right now to um, be the same. So um, that's coming plus, a whole bunch of other stuff uh in july um that's in the in the pipes too so uh that but that mobile is a huge huge piece because we have so many people going back to work and they're still trading and so we wanted to carry forward the entire app with the matrix included and make sure that was in the phone and so that is there now and um, it's the full trade tape right with the same functionality the visuals the insights modes uh, all the scans um all the uh, alerts, all the queries, and we're we're enhancing the alerts and marrying those with other stuff inside the app. So a lot of a lot of cool stuff will be in that mobile. And and we know a lot of folks have already been downloading the mobile in preparation. Other folks sign up for notification that, that when that comes out. Uh, we expect that later this week. So barring something unforeseen.
0: So for those who might be uninitiated, which is not possible, but it's it's really this marketplace for creators like myself, where I ho- house um, the, uh, the the risk indicators, um, yep. the Leduc trading risk indicators, which are there, and they're going to be on the Apple store when you go on this mobile platform. So this is very exciting for me personally. But there are yeah. lots of creators that want to get their stuff up there, and this is um, also where you host not host you are the creator of the options matrix which is just this institutional grade fast as lightning real-time option flow data and the scans that support finding um, you know what's what's really happening I think better than anyone else and definitely um, there are a lot of aggregators out there of option flow but it's taken oftentimes in a delayed format or out of context which, <coughs> you know um, people don't even know so when they compare to your product they're going to be blown away so that's something to kind of highlight I'm I'm very excited that the discord channel that Mm -hmm. I launched this week um, the little trading discord channel has its options matrix you know kind of channel for folks to learn more about that because we use it in confirming Um, market timing calls so in other words is there the support behind it and we're going to talk about that today where is rotation moving because it starts to build up that activity and some of your scans absolutely highlight that early and often and Mm -hmm. that's one of the ways that um, that you in particular can make your prescient market timing you know micro calls and I'm using it as confirmation so
1: yeah, we, you know, like from my site, you know, at this point, like all I'm doing is building, building, building for the most part. So I don't even try and get out there too much anymore because I just don't have time. But like what we're finding is a lot of people like you guys and, 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 and others are able to use it as a as a platform, right, where you're able to build on top of it, like what's happened and build it into your process. And I think that's really exciting to see um, because there's so many different things, different use cases for this product. Um, and the ability that it has. Like some people are focused on sectors. Like there was some stuff this morning um, that were uh, popping like DraftKings was a yep. super example this morning. DraftKings got hit on the Hindenburg report um, right out of the gate. And it was massively bought um, with call options by those diamond hand crew that buy the uh, weeklies and the you know uh, next expiration date out. And it rallied almost like 10% from low, to the, some higher point in the intraday. And I haven't really watched it since then, but massive call option activity instantaneously. And picked up on it probably within the first three, five minutes of the day, because it's all happening in real time. And then the scans were dropping it out. And it actually landed on the home screen of the mobile app this morning. Um, you know, people don't have it, but it was, we have the kind of the craziest activity of the day shows up on the home screen of the mobile app. So like these, these types of things are, um, people are building on top of it, whether it's you know weekly stuff or whether people are doing swing stuff or whether people are doing like a sector specific or rotation specific. Um, there's so many different use cases for what you're trying to accomplish with it. Um, and any type of feedback we get from people like building scans or creating things is instantaneous. So we just need to know what people are looking for on top of that. But I, I, I'll show a few things right uh, today okay. you know, when i was i was, uh, was going
0: to say you uh, just asked yeah. you where to find it and all that jazz and i just wanted to say that this is the big tech um yeah. i o options matrix and there is all kinds of you know data that's coming in as far and ability to filter and scan some fabulous um scans in here as well and of course, just kind of the visualization of it. So you can see right now that there's a lot of hedging going on, which we know from SKU, but it is very helpful. And you've got it very much like that, you know, traffic light that we love, right? Green, yellow, red, which obviously yellow is neutral, but um, it flips pretty quickly. And then this is um, the Discord channel that we just started. And I'm so pleased. There's like already like 100 online and 400 offline. So it's definitely cooking. But in the big tech options, um, which, by the way, there is a freemium and then there's premium. So you can come in and get everything for two weeks. But we're also highlighting for sure, um, like I'm a Roblox, you know, trend bull. But in the meantime, it has definitely um, interim term has come back down. So looking to see when it is gathering up speed again, we can do that with the scans and the same place, you know, posting um, this is the risk range. Uh, alert product that is being housed on VigTech IO which is a 30 minute uh, risk indicator that tells you when we've got some uh, selling pressure coming in as well so it's definitely definitely um, fabulous platform and we'll talk about that in more detail also with what you see um, right now for summer rotation so that's okay so that's going that's that's heading out and then what's going to be added in um, in July August no rest for the weary.
1: Um, we've got a stock, uh, um, a pretty, um, pretty powerful stock screener going in for folks. Um, and then some exportable features and functionality for people to, you know, consume and then uh, deliver their own data to themselves. So the way they want to actually, you know, do some research and compile information, maybe back test certain things, things like that. So there's a whole a whole component coming in for that um and then we also have a, a surprise so i can't I, i'm not even gonna say what that is That's, I, they, okay. there's there's something really cool like uh um because there's so many new people to the market um yep. uh that uh, you shouldn't um shouldn't have to like put it all on the line to 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 interact and have fun and, and also like get in on the action um so we've done something that i've never seen before and it's, uh, it's it wasn't my idea either it was a great idea from the team and uh, that's our really cool things coming uh, in July so i'm not even going to i gonna, I'm not even gonna uh, say what that all is right, all right. well, it's, it's, it's very very cool but we 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 uh you know we're we're really kind of bringing some cohesion to everything and people will see like the new mobile app is really important because yeah. it's like easy like to get to the to your indicators for example is like click click boom, and you're right there and then the User interface and interactivity on it is just so much uh, uh, more um, uh, augmented for the user. It's fast, it's easy, it makes sense. It's, uh, you can be able to do a whole lot more faster than you were before, um, which is really what we're all about. And then the alerts and push notifications oh,
0: go up are- a whole
1: go up a whole notch because, like, you, you're once you're able to have that and it's hitting your phone or your watch. Um, or what have you, and you got complete control over that and that's continuing to get enhanced. And then for us, it's unlimited. Like I know some stuff out there, like, you know, TradingView example has limitations on how many times that you can be sending alerts and things like that. Well, as we all go back to work, it's it's a lot harder to, you know, to be sitting at your desk and monitoring that. We know that. And so, you know, everything's about the mobile and being interactive on that. So like, for example, these notifications that come from your 30-minute trends Hit the watch, hit the phone. You control that yourself, how you want that to go, um, because it's very hard to be behind it all day. You know. Yeah. Especially. And
0: and honestly, there are three hundred ETFs, and on a thirty-minute time frame, that's overwhelming. But I pick the top yeah. twelve, right? My dirty dozen, and then I'm <laughs> I'm I'm very comfortable with that. So everyone has their own personal kind of tolerance but yeah, this, is, this is unlimited so that's very cool so all right so then kind of switching gears you've got the development stuff that we've both been working on i got the discord the risk indicators yay what's happening um with market structure we are definitely definitely um just grinding higher there's been some you know interim volatility and then it just continues to fade um i just have have no interest even in buying volatility until it comes down to about 14 and a half and then i'll see so after this week meaning the fomc nothing is is expected except perhaps the market being disappointed that they don't respect the inflation impulses because right now they're softening right yields are coming down Mm -hmm. inflation a deflation of the reflation trade which is totally also normal i think we're going to kind of pull back and then head back up in july but um, we'll see if the Fed. You know, it, nothing is expected, but does at least respect it because back in 2008 they were just not aware that rising was going to be a bad idea until seven months later. They just kind of stepped to a script. So we'll see if this um, any language changes. But then we have options expiration on Friday, and uh, Spot Gamma put out a report that 50% of um, uh, the S and P gamma is um, expiring, and sixty percent of the Nasdaq. That's a very big quarterly, a quarter end amount of of options coming off the uh, um, the 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 dock. You know, the desk, however you want to put it. So any any time that I see volatility coming, it's typically after the vol- the uh, the uh, the monthly opt- options.
1: Expiration, yeah, Yeah. and this is quad, right, so this is in the quarter. So, I I think you've seen it. You actually have seen a little bit of drop off in volume just overall, because Mm -hmm. and I and I suspect anecdotally you see that all summer because people are going to go on vacation, right? They didn't get to go on vacation. They're going to take time off. I think everything we're doing, everybody's going to do because they didn't get to do it. And you're starting to see that. But but I think in the absence of volatility, as I've said, you know, 57 million times, uh, it just get rotation. Yes. Right. So, and so, and, yeah. and so like, you know, my, my thesis at this point for the summer is, you know, in the rotation in the pockets, right. Yeah. Unless you get some sort of big risk off moment, which honestly you, you've, your stuff catches those, you in advance warning. So you don't see it right now. I don't see it right now. A huge risk off, right. It doesn't mean it can't happen, but you know, typically positioning will take place ahead of that. Where it can set the conditions for a risk off, we don't we don't have that right now. So I suspect rotation. When we get rotation, then it's probably going to be even a little bit more volatile rotation because of the be light volume. Um, so like you could really see the volumes come off. Like um, I call it Lord of the Flies volume, like where there's just little to no volume in some of these some of the sectors. Um, and what I, what I would what I mean by that is um, if you let me share my screen, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. show you. Yeah. You know. And, and, if, and my my take on this at this point is you need to front run the sector rotation based on the options market, because the okay. options market is completely kind of driving the stock market outside of the passive ETFs. So when you look at the options market, you you know, where's the dollars and the, the volume flowing to and what sectors is that flowing to, you know, and what inside those sectors as it relates to inflation trade, um, you and I were talking earlier on um, energy. Uh, energy, right? So, like, uh, um, when when I was looking at something earlier, so, like, I, I know, let me get my screen set up here. I was kind of looking at the uh, energy and mineral sector, for example, right? And so, you you, you look at this, and not from a sense that this is, you know, showing bullish kind of, you know, put call environment, you know, highly bullish with, with on being a big driver, but look at the total premiums. Right. Like this is the insights mode. I'm looking at the actual premiums here across the board. And you got a lot of these names just as overall are drawing a lot of a lot of attention. And then a lot of the ratios of all these are just heavy calls, right? Heavy call volume coming into this space. If I look at that in comparison to say other sectors, right, then I'm starting to get a feel for for where the rotation is. And you're using your set you guys' setups and what you guys I saw, I saw a lot of what um uh, she was posting this weekend and what you've always got with your setups as far as the charting is concerned. I think that's a driver, right? It's a real driver for where you want to look. And then you're seeing it for confirmation as it relates to these particular sectors. So when you look at like discounting Tesla, right? As one of the largest uh, options traded in here, there's still a significant premium amount rotating into this space, right? NIO, Roku, right? And so when I'm looking at this, like as a whole i look at this in comparison to let's just look at the uh precious metals for example right there's just this is lord of the flies volume right there's no premium there's no activity there's no volume coming into this environment and as long as there's no volume coming in the environment it's not gonna potentially get going right where it is volume coming into the energy sector and i was actually looking at that earlier and i was like wow that's you know very interesting when you look at the crypto space or the banking space you can really see that volume coming in still coming into that environment and you look at uh one are of the they coming
0: that, into banking though with calls or puts <laughs>
1: uh let's look right finance right um you know heavy heavy volume in this environment right um and it's looking pretty Anything under .60 typically is really bullish. Anything from .60 to one is bullishish, and then one to 1.5 is neutral, and then 1.5 and over. Because in this, and we've we've created our own strategy for call ratio, because you know historically there just wasn't as much options activity as there is now. So the ratio of like 1.0 being a barrier, a complete barrier, doesn't really jive. You see that thing fluctuate between one and one and a half all the time, and that's just hedging. Right, and you see that in the major indexes. So, I mean, you look at this as predominantly, you know, I don't see much bearish at all. How about XLF,
0: just straightforward XLF and KRE?
1: XLF, let me take a look at XLF. Versus
0: the underlying banks and Bitcoin and credit cards and
1: such. XLF is pretty, pretty stacked. (laughs) It's pretty stacked, so 92,000 calls today to 75, 7,600 puts and the premium is just totally stacked on the opposite side, dig into the details and you can kind of look at the strikes. A lot of these are further out. Um, a lot of these are further out. It looks yeah. like 22, 23, 21, later 21. Um, so yeah, that uh, put I mean, call ratio sh-
0: does not do that, that, um, any real service. I mean, it is t- Totally call heavy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it completely right. Point 0. Mean,
0: zero eight. Why yep. even bother?
1: <laughs> yeah, so like you know, fight so so rotation right in yeah. the absence of volatility, it's just where's what's cheap and gonna bounce, and then what's not right, and you know you're looking for those things, and so it's like that's why I say I was laughing this morning with DraftKings because DraftKings dropped heavy, it got cheap right, in the perception of, of 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 the trade, right. And you got some different types of trade, which I also was wanting to point out, like you've got the rotation for inflation and mm-hmm. energy, and you're, you're, uh, what you've been a theme for quite some time with small caps, and then you've got the value plays, a lot of rotation to value, that seems to continue to be outperforming. And then you've got these kind of momentum plays, which I just deemed the Wall Street, that's index, right. Um, when you look at this, like inside, these are all gonna be tradable vehicles. So like we're inside of this particular, so you saw DraftKings trade 102 million premium today, right? You know, I mean, this bigger than pretty much anything you saw just there in the bank sector, right? So these plays are the Wall Street bets
0: environment.
1: This is the MoMo environment. Roku is there right now, Wish right now, this (laughs) will rotate.
0: But at the all same summer. time, like do woof yes. w o o f. I mean, it had so much um, Reddit buzz. I would call it noise, but it was also, you know, expected bots. So they're not really huh. buying options.
1: They're just- yeah, well, you, you, if you look at this, if you look at this, like all these right here, I we call it the Wall Street Bets Index. It's just what <laughs> I would call it the momentum index. These are the, the stocks that are trading like Clove did, right? Clove was just off the charts last week, just insane. it's more of a, a, a transitory trade, right? They, they're using that inflation term transitory a lot right now. But these are transitory trades. They don't last very long, right? They're driven in a short period of time because they get going in these threads. I'm not talking about really the one offs as much as I mean, like this is a pretty substantive index that we've created of like kind of the major, most of these are in the IWM or they're, you know, small cap stocks in general. No, but I'm talking about, for
0: example, Woof, W-O-O-F, I I saw that there was mention of this as the hottest um, meme stock mentioned in Reddit and yet the underlying options market was pretty, pretty slow, so it didn't really support that pump.
1: Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think it's a cart and a horse. I don't think these things are necessarily, uh, which one comes first, right? The, 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 the Mm -hmm. narrative or Mm -hmm. the trade, I think the volume comes in first always. And then the, the narrative comes in second. I think when we track this, if you look at the size of the, the, the total premiums in this, in this environment right here, like AMC, uh, on down, Like these are all pretty substantive sizes, of our single stock names. This just rotates around, right? It just rotates around, and this has been a theme for for quite some time. Unless you have a risk off, which we don't have, it's just going to keep doing that. The value rotation goes to a different kind of structural play. These are like that's maybe a long term interim play, maybe an intermediate to a long term. Uh, um, strategic uh, setup. This this primarily to me is where really I think during the summer you could just see this go from name to name to name to name to name, and it's just they get they get burned out and they get traded again. They get burned out and they get traded again, and it goes to the next one because there is such there's such liquidity and size being traded in these names, and you can track that on a day and day out basis. You can see it, and so you guys yeah, have gonna seen say- some.
0: But where do you go in your discovery scan world to spy that rotation to keep an eye on, you know, really? Yeah, well, there's two- that's going to be very profitable.
1: Two to three ways to do it. Like, you know, first thing I would say is, what are you looking for? So are you looking for like small caps, right? Or are you looking for the Momo stocks? Or are you looking for um, large cap stuff? So let's just say I'm looking for- small caps, Russell, then you just use the Russell scan, for example, right? And you're gonna be able to see the top 100 and see if there's any patterns in this top 100 that are hitting for today. These are are things that are a significant volume above their rolling 10 day average, right? So sometimes you're gonna be able to catch this. This is the whole Russell, but this is different than if you look at it for just the momentum stuff. So you could see the DraftKings stuff started popping up easier. Like instantaneously this morning, this filled probably in the first 15 minutes that there were some significant changes, you know, in the 10 day average, which this thing got blown out and it was all DraftKings all day. So it, it really depends on what what strategy you're trying to utilize. Are you going for those weekly to 10 day plays, right? Where those are those traded names, I you know, the diamond hand type action, which is what you're really seeing, or are you looking for rotational action? right? Maybe a VXRT or something like that, that was popping up the other day. It's like, maybe I'm trying to get into something more of an intermediate play. So you've got multiple ways you can attack that, right? And then this this is the kind of like Wall Street Bulls. This is interesting because this kind of coincides with what you were talking about with the rotation for commodities and so forth. This is institutionally owned. So we cross-reference um, fundamental and reference data in association with options data. So we take the actual underlying we're measuring how much of it's institutionally owned. So is it more institutionally owned, greater than 70%? It qualifies as a Wall Street play because more, you know, the stock itself is more than 70% owned by, by the street. FCX was all over that thing today, up on the on this side, which is super interesting. And there's a whole lot more down there. But you can see this on a regular basis. Like this is more of a kind of a uh, the institutional side trade, where they're taking a little bit different play for that. Then, if you're looking for this. So so there's the diamond hand stuff, there's the institutional side. If you're trying to like kind of get in, there's scratch offs, right? Stuff that's gonna be done today or the next day, there's earnings things. So it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish as to which one you wanna utilize to get you the edge. And what you'll see is footprints. And that's what you're really gonna see. Like if you look at, um, for example, like like I think I've shown this maybe before, Well, here's my point. So like specific sectors, like if you jump in here for a sector and you're sector chasing, right? You're going to be able to run one of these for like, you know, biotech and you're going to see which ones are popping up. Is there any patterns in biotech today, right? Is there any put patterns or call patterns that are showing up with really unusual activity? And so it's by sector. I think there's so much, like to have something like this that's in your hands, it really allows you to decide, how am I going to trade? Am I going to trade, am I looking for intermediate action? Am I looking for, you know, long-term action, like Wall Street institutional action, like FANG type stuff? Or am I looking for diamond hands, you know, trades like this morning? It was a 10% move in DraftKings. And, and anybody that was buying calls this morning, they killed it. And you could see that a lot of those calls, when you looked at these calls this morning, a lot of these were for this week or next week. so these people had no intention of holding these things. Like these were just totally transitory vehicles, 625, 618, 618. There's some longer term duration stuff, right? But it's mostly for fast, fast action. So we have the same thing. So like you can go by sector, you can look for the weed stocks. Um, Are you looking for the Russell? Are you looking for stuff that's a dollar or less? Um, Everything's all based on volume, right? And and, and kind of... rolling change but like it really would depend on what you're trying to accomplish and then you're going to be able to spot volatility if you just you know poke your head over here once every once a day or something like that to the major index activity and just check out the 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 call father right if you start to see longer dated vic stuff show up here on a regular basis like two three four days in a row as being the predominant you know index options that are executed they can't hide right people are getting prepared for some volatility you see stuff here or there it's just hedging right but this is picking out some major volume changes um that are taking place so like the scans are really meant to um be built um and if and i will say is anybody like wants something built just direct messages right and we'll build it like it's quick so like you know we have we have fundamentals that sets the data we have all the options, data, Greeks, name it. Like, it's nothing can't, you can't build for you pretty quick. So, But this is meant to give you kind of categorization of specific things that you're looking to play. So what are you looking to play? Like, one of my favorite ones, and I, I just joke about this all the time, is the super degenerate ones. And people see me post about this all the time, is the leverage on leverage. Typically, what you see when stuff's about to get real spicy in the risk-off environment is these super... Degenerate prop traders will come out and start trading these these three times derivative options to the downside in size in like real size. You just don't see any of that right now, right? And and this particular one is for that, and that's leverage on leverage, and it's just capturing anything that's got real volume. Like this is interesting for July. There was some some major size thrown at uh, the ten dollars SOS S strike, um, and it didn't move much right, during the course of the trade, trading day, but it's just worth maybe taking a look at, right? I, and I don't, you could be a hedge or whatever, but typically what you'll see is when things are out to head to risk off, you'll see all those show up. Like they'll be just, they just, you know, mounds of them starting to get really, and it's it's totally transitory trades. They're not gonna last very long and they're really, really, really gambling. But like, you can, you can see those footprints through the scans. They're really fast. Um, these are all on the phone um you set up alerts on all this type of stuff uh you know if you want open interest if you're looking for you know scale up and down in open interest we have that too but i use them like i like i i like the stuff for the russell because the russell is very active right now and there's so much action in the russell russell's growing a lot the on fire causes the whole market you can see fcx like show up here this is the whole market so like if you're looking for like total what's really standing out in the entire market, large cap, small cap, mid cap, it's, it's here in the on fire calls and that's stuff that's genuinely way outside of its normal activity. And you'll be able to pick that up and you're really, you can see some patterns in those types of things and maybe you take them back over and then reference them. So like, that's why I say, like, it really depends on what you want to do. If you're looking for institutional trades, if you're looking for diamond hand stuff, if you're looking for, um, yeah, you know, we have. And what I would tell you is, if you're looking for like the Kathy Wood stuff, we have all that created Genomics Innovation. We've re, we've recreated all of their particular strategies inside of here. So if you look at uh, Genomics, this is like everything that's going on in that particular thing for Kathy Wood's book. So like this is built off of those types of holding structures that they have, plus the other things in that space. So you can see BMY is getting getting hit pretty good today with some some uh, uh, decent size, but, but none of this stuff's got huge volume. And this is where I was saying like, you kind of got a little Lord of the Flies action going on in the summer. Cause even though these are a little bit out, outside their their rolling averages, right? They're not a lot of volume. And so like you are seeing the volume te- teeter off a little bit. So I think it could lead to having a little bit more activity in each, you know, you could have more pockets of volatility but will it be continued? Well, no, probably not, upside or downside, because you don't have the follow-through volume. You don't have the major market-moving volume because all those guys are in the, in the Hamptons, right? Oh. They're they're in they're in wherever they're going, right? The the guys are off the desk. Um, they're they're out for the summer. They'll be back in August, right? For the most part.
0: and and they right. have they've basically given a directive to the B team saying just don't let the market fall apart. It is keep it, it in here. Yeah. the worst month i hate trading in august it's just crazy ivan behavior you can do fabulous chases right i mean 15 minutes an hour a few days maximum but just trend trading in in august is always just an exercise in frustration i find um yeah but yeah they're getting ready they they set you up for the for the july um you know dullness and then the august august Crazy Ivan. And then we get back to market shenanigans in September with volume and with direction, usually to the downside. And this year yep. we've got, you know, August Jackson Hole and then September FOMC. But what are you finding? I mean, we've talked about, you know, inflation a lot over the, you know, the many months. What are you finding in regards to uh, market structure for rotation into or out of? So you just showed some massive XLF. Um, you know, stacked calls, we're talking 0.08 put call ratio is way heavy to the bullish side. And this is an aggregate. So it still is, um, you know, clearly indicating strength in banks. Having said that, yields have pulled down, banks have started to soften regional and major. um, And that's all very healthy, in my humble opinion, for those who are trend traders, you have to have this re, this this shallow pullback I call it in order for it to base and then have the energy to move higher again and then sideways digestion shallow pullback in order to have the energy to you know move higher again so that's all really really incredibly chaotic for those who are on a shorter time frame but if you're a trend trader it's a beautiful thing it's very dangerous when it gets into parabolic motion because then you have trapped longs, right? It's way removed from its mean, and it has to come back, um, and that can be dramatic, and it can break things. So I don't like um, parabolas in trends one bit. Um, yeah. So having said that, you're you're saying that the XLF is still pretty bullish um, in 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 call buying, but what about market structure, like you're showing right now?
1: Yeah. So I mean you know, moment, when you get that sideways action you're talking about, mm-hmm. like it's digestion, right? So yep. like is market, market accepting price at this level or is it gonna reject the price at this level in mm-hmm. the auction?
0: It's gotta so test then, it out. It's gotta test they, the holes, how strong are they?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like 35 is the shelf right there, right? Like um, if I look at the gamma exposure, it's so, <laughs> look at that, heavy, heavy. To the bull side, yeah, right, and, and it, it, you know, so all dips are going to get bought um, right now with the way the options market is set up, and you can see that that shelf is right there at thirty six dollars, thirty six fifty, something to that effect, and the distribution unless
0: that shelf right. is broken, at yeah, 30. and
1: it, yeah, and you could see right there, like kind of zoom in a little bit, th- then you got really the major point of controls at 34, 35. Yeah. Right. And so when you look at momentum as on a like a, a, a rolling basis, it's starting to reset a little bit, which is like crazy. Um, but flows are kind of leaking. Right. This 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 kind of action where it's not like just is straight down. This is more feels more like kind of doldrums uh, to me right now. And that coincides with what you're looking at with the options market. So if yeah. you say, OK, I've seen a lot of call activity looks more in, more interim and they these are longer data calls. These, these are these were out you know fall uh, winter and then into the spring of next year that seems like you know this has got some 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 chew through up to 3450 34 3450 50, that would be exactly very strong exactly what
0: support. i put yesterday
1: yeah very <laughs> very strong support there and 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 like you would have to you'd have to chew all the way through that and i mean you get under you get under that this is still a pretty healthy profile it's not it's not looking like most like you, you zoom out i mean you, you got some levels here the the crazy thing to even think about is we are what 65 percent, off of the election right like some serious moves i mean even with a 25 percent drawdown and like most asset classes if you had a total total risk off just mess out of somewhere i don't know you're still going to be having a hard time to get back to the, to where we're in November. Um, so I don't think that this is, this has not got much um, downside perspective at the moment before you, and you're seeing it, it, it would just take something pretty, pretty significant to flip that and to liquidate the, that, that Jack structure that it's got right there. Now you said earlier that it's a lot of stuff rolls off. So we have to see what that looks like. Yeah. That could cause more chaos in the next month for sure like if if that if that jack structure underwinds after friday and then you get a little bit of change and then you see that 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 structure change to where it was more neutral if it gets neutral and everybody's gone for the summer then you could chop up in this range for for a little bit for for a while if not if you don't see it roll off and it just rolls over right which you'll know tuesday monday tuesday next week you'll see it roll and where it lands If it rolls like positive again, then you could just see this thing leak all summer. Um, These types of plays, because this this is this is this is not the action of volatility. Look at this and then look at this. When you look at like these names, these are volatility like this is volatility. Snap, like all of the trading action is in those MoMo names. And then that that higher class of the of the um, the highly not higher class, but higher options volume trade environment for the what we call Roaring Kitty or the Wall Street Bets type environment where you're getting tons of option option contracts traded, then that leaves these other things to their own devices. Well, if you don't have any volatility in the banks, you don't have any volatility in the in the um, I look at like uh just look at the. Uh, oil right um xop you just you had these look a lot like xlf when all the action traded actions taking place in like coinbase and you know draft games and stuff like that these things are left to kind of just meander because they're just rotational shifting right to an extent and so these well, are over here you and then also the trading know, actions over here.
0: Yeah, you also know that my thesis for energy has been bullish because it trades as an inflation hedge. So I totally agree, and, and those things also are really starting to over, shake out that way. Yeah, and it's really oversold relative to momentum. Um, I'm talking about you know like in time, not just in the current space of a few months or weeks. So there's still this a lot. Is,
1: yeah, this is, and, that, and that trade's got legs, I think. And it could go for for a while. Look at this, for example, this is a market structure example. That move off of that high for housing that wasn't that wasn't uh retraced. That broke. Yep. And it's reset. So now the trading range is under 75 and the flows are disastrous, right? Nobody's wanting to touch it right now. And momentum is staying below 50. And so this has now gotta hold this kind of shelf area right here right? Or it's going to visit 62, which is kind of more volume weighted average price control. And then the big time pivots that sit down there, but like this thing, this is a different reaction than you're getting in oil. And it's a different reaction than you're getting in, you know, PMs, it's a different reaction. So the inflation stuff is like kind of getting a different reaction than, than housing all of a sudden, since lumber's come off. And so I don't know, you know, where this, this is a little bit different. This looks different than like XLF looks more to um, uh, XOP, right? There, there's some stuff that looks pretty similar, um, and that's all that stuff that's ranging in your inflation conversation that you've had from rotation to value for some time. So but it's, i just just going to point that out.
0: No, it's and I, it's so funny. I have to I have to show you this because I have. Yeah. Um, right here in my Slack channel for clients, right? I'm kind of on this reflation and the deflation of the reflation trade. So if I just type in, for example, XAHB, you remember how you just said 62? Yeah. So literally, I warned on May 14th, the weekly bearish engulfing barment home builders were due arrest. It hit 80, now 73, soon 62. <laughs>
1: yeah that
0: on june 10th but the point is that was my whole i'm following lumber for years now right so i'm very in tune for multiple reasons with lumber and lumber hit my my price target and then my you know 1750 to 1200 bounce then down to 1000 i think we're gonna get a firm bounce at 1000 and then but my point is that will correspond with a pull down in xhb as well so yeah i'm on i really like this reflation a trade but short term it is very healthy to do these pullbacks however that was already set up to break
1: that was yeah. your parabola right there that's not market action so, no i don't
0: i don't consider that a parabola. Yeah. i just consider that extended and then it's very quick and you know kind of violent look at that gap down on a daily this is a week by the way that's day that's intraday Um, But you know this was just it the kiss of death was the gap down and that whole bearish engulfing goes sideways And then it breaks the 10 week. So you and I it's funny. We're like it could go back to 62. So these are Fabulous, you know reflation themes But then when the parabola in lumber broke is when the home builders immediately immediately started to um, have profit taking so banks have only recently done that and that was another kind of area where I'm, I was waiting for XLF, this $38 area to break and it, sit, it still hasn't pulled back very much. So it's fascinating when you say, you know, you've got all this, you know, point zero eight put call ratio stacked to the, to the call side. It's it, so far just kind of like meandering down, but it's yeah. not very convincing.
1: No, not at all. And, and, you know, you, you've got like, you know, uh, click-to-trade apps, right? It, they're not trading XLF calls, right? Like, you <laughs> know, most of, the, most of the stuff in the click-to-trade apps, like Robinhood and so forth, um, Webull, et cetera, there's a lot of the actionable, right, names. And most of these names are names that people know. So they're more likely to trade Coca-Cola than XLF, right? This, so this is, is more, true,
0: but look at the call buying that's coming in. Before, that is. The, that's that FOMC is, tomorrow.
1: That's institutional. Right. So to, to, to huge, me, it's huge. institutional and that's what you're seeing It's like, that's what I mean. You've got the action that's going on in a tradable environment, which is like much more um, and a tradable environment, that transitory environment. Those are the the, the 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 apps, et cetera, which is good, solid size. These are sizable f- folks trading, you know, an aggregate, an aggregate, right. But like when you look yeah. at like blocks, big time sweeps, but m- major blocks and you can run by the way, you can, clicks, like the filters for us, we, we, you can okay. visualize the blocks and the sweeps and all that stuff and see what's really sticking out as a sore thumb. But this is all call side. And yeah, like you're is. seeing call side in size, you can't ignore that. Yeah. Like, and and, and and it's really interesting because you like, you know, that, that's why I say my thesis is like, for, unless you see, if it gets into a zone after this, this OpEx where this stuff rolls off and it's kind of on its own, it can just meander right? But if it doesn't go in, it it doesn't go into that summer zone after this OPEX and that rolls and all this stuff rolls, which is kind of looks like it probably is is like, because these are longer dated. Like a lot of that stuff's not going to roll off that I was just looking at because that's next, that's like next quarter, next year. Mm -hmm. That, that stuff could lead to like a very, very 2017-esque summer where it's like, everybody's going away and it just leaks up. I, I honestly could see that really easily flowing through the end of the year. And, The more liquidity that's in the system, the more rotation and just it's all nobody's uh, as long as volatility is just asleep in hibernation, which totally is right now. And there's no real hit in inflation um, that that people are like wrapping their heads around, which there's not. I mean, we know it's there. Kyle Bass says like 12 percent. That's what Carl Bass's number was, and he's Carl Bass oh, for what?
0: Twelve percent for what?
1: Inflation. So he's he said inflation's twelve percent. As he put he put that. Oh out there
0: oh today. oh! This yeah. This, there's a site that that yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So
1: like you know, that's not the the consensus though. No. You know, and you got you're not everybody going back out, right? But they, but the underlying, so the institution side, is very much on that train because they're going in energy going into these other plays like starting to see some sizable sneaky well, plays in certain places and like they're and they're longer duration
0: there and is so, everything everything to me right now is a rate trade because yeah. you can't get it through the bond proxies you know so it's got to be through the cyclicals and value that what I'm do you
1: think about crypto really now? Yields.
0: so i do see only a, i don't like it but i <laughs> In other words i don't think it's very sticky or safe but i can absolutely see um a case for this moving higher into 47 you know thousand pretty quickly and then getting rejected so i still mm. because I, I i look at it as a commodity still um but why what what are you seeing in your how do you see it
1: i i, I don't know like um no, i you think it could be you don't track think, options on Bitcoin, but no, you know, no, no, yes. No. So, yeah, so, so the proxies. So, like, there's, it's, it's in the doldrums. I, I could see it being in a, in the doldrums for a while, right? Maybe six months, maybe a year. Yep.
0: Um,
1: I don't think, uh, um, I don't think it's going to collapse. I think if it was going to break down and it broke thirty, but it may be a capitulation later, in, in a few months or something like that, um, where it burns off a little bit. But I don't, I don't see, I see too much. I see too much uh, investment into the space where there's stuff being built in and around the infrastructure mm-hmm. of the space. That's not bearish, right? Like that's uh, in the long, de- long term, that's very bullish um, for the whole space. So I, I think the coins um, are probably going to be range bound um, until something else changes that later this fall, um, early next year, something to that effect. Um, where it either breaks down or it continues further. But I don't see any action because I don't think there's going to be any action um, without major trades going on unless something breaks, right? Which is just the only outlier you have right now. So I I think with the investment into and around the space that I continue to see just massive investments, the largest investments in the venture space. Um, And you can get like Crunchbase, um if somebody wants to see what's like hitting every day and i th- i suggest everyone does cuz i think it really affects stock market trading more than ever before what do you mean um you, you got to see where the dollars are going from the venture side into ah, some of the stuff okay. in the space and so like execsum um is a good little daily quick bite in the morning that has all the um venture uh m&a activity quick where you can get through it pretty pretty fast and and then um crunchbase has something too um, or TechCrunch, you know, either, either or where you can kind of see what's getting invested too as an un-like, because if you got like, you know, you know, slugs and slugs of series A, B, C's and going into these, these cryptos fit, and just let's say blockchain space, it's going to be hard to see that stuff going to zero because there's just too much infrastructure being built in and around it, which is a very interesting thing to see how it plays out the next few years. Um, because it's still quite early. But I think that very much plays into it. But you're also seeing that happen in different other sectors and the sectors that you do see that in. And you can really track like MA activity in there, too, um, as it relates to like, you know, public companies or companies that are not not necessarily SPACs, but like maybe companies that are grabbing companies start to see some patterns. Um, and You can match that to your options activity. So it's just something worth checking out um, where you can get it on a daily basis, because the last three months of venture activity is the greatest of all time. And it's it that was after last year which was like setting records on a daily basis so this is not this is just a very liquid environment so you're looking for the patterns um more than anything in my opinion so i i that's where i'm getting my crypto take is like i've just seen everything the last few weeks it's like man crypto blockchain this you know this 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 smart contract that it's like wow it's just there's a lot of uh risk on appetite going into a lot of mid-stage to late-stage ventures in that space, which are gonna manifest in M&A activity or uh, different things that happen at the, um, probably not the public, company level yet but you could start to get to see that as yeah it microstrategy
0: is still doing everything they uh, possibly can to leverage every possible angle to i'm not talking about money. that okay <laughs> all right
1: i'm not talking about that like i that basically i saw the best thing about him the other day i said that he's just trying to buy all the bitcoin he can that's available in the world so then, then it can't go down um which i thought was hilarious it was a joke but like oh it, it's 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 kind of there's there's different things I think there's different there's there's two totally different things there's the space and the infrastructure as it relates to blockchain and what that's happening in other products and then there's the crypto coins the coins seem to be kind of in uh, purgatory um, unless something changes and gets over the level you just mentioned and that could go on for a while because the the attention is not there institutionally or from the retail side at the moment.
0: And many were, you know, late to the party and obviously it dropped 50%. So for first in uh, last in first out, but the institutional and the hodlers are still there most likely.
1: Weeble is experiencing exponential growth right now, which is like Robinhood competitor, right? Mm -hmm. Which Robinhood has experienced exponential growth. Hence what I've been saying, like, you know, man alive, this is not slowing down Um, that, you know, You know you get one liquidation and three more new traders pop up right and that's kind of one of the things that is is underpinning the next bid right like you know these things are big 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 trends so i think um i'm gonna side with like maybe they'll maybe some depending on what happens on friday with that gamma roll off that you could if, if it kind of leaks underneath those levels, then everything could be range bound for a couple months. If it doesn't, it could be 17 all over again, where it just is like, are you serious? It's like just,
0: yep. well, just
1: keeps going, keeps going, keeps going.
0: We're not far off. The, the funny thing is there really aren't a lot of uh, hedges, right? The dollar isn't serving, the bond, bonds is not serving and volatility certainly isn't serving as a hedge. And when it does pop up, it's hot fire flames and then immediately is, is sold strongly. Yeah. Which is very much in keeping with this rates, you know, suppression. So it's fascinating to me. But um, Bitcoin, gold, and cyclicals as an inflation hedge, um, those three are seemingly staying bid. You see it in your option flow. Um, and you, are you seeing it in uh, not just banks and energy, but are you seeing it in the crypto proxies, the Mara, the MicroStrategy, the, yeah. the Riot, the GPT no, GBTTC doesn't have uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, so. yeah. Mara, Mara is the number one in, uh, I forget which sector it, they were, they're the number one every day. And, okay. and then you see it, like the PM stuff was like, it's sneaky. Wait, like wait, it's, it's
0: the, the precious Earth? metal
1: stuff. Oh, precious, no, precious metal. metal, Like it's, it's sneaky. Like there's no, no follow through. On that um to the downside, and you get you know constant bid in the in the options market, but it's sneaky, it's not it's genuinely like a path it, like there's nothing for three quarters of the day, and then by the end of the day, it's it's larger than half of the sector. It's just very, very sneaky. sneaky. It stinks, stinks, <laughs> stinks a good word for it. Of a, it stinks of like uh strategic accumulation. Um, okay or, or hedging of some kind i don't know silver it could, hasn't it could,
0: gone anywhere but sideways palladium and platinum for a year yep. have into have like stair stepped higher softened. step stair- it's been the most boring commodity to, for retail it's really hard too the margin is high etc but it is sneaky i can i can look at it and go it has done nothing wrong
1: sneaky <laughs> and, and and that and that leads me to believe like inflation They'll rat, let run real, real hot before this is said and done. Um, no, I that, think I mean,
0: they don't. They don't believe the Fed that the Fed's going to stay on their path, saying it's transitory. But they're hedging their bets that it isn't. Um, oh yeah, this is energy prices worldwide going. This
1: is this is not transitory. From a, I think that's a. It's quite an. It's a quite insulting thought.
0: Oh they, no, they did surveys. You know, They're like sixty three percent agree with the Fed it's transitory, yeah. but whatever. It's it's for a me. it's an
1: it's an insulting thought because like <laughs> if you if you if you think about like the goalposts moving, like once you put that much liquidity in the situation, you move the goalposts. And once that's the point of inflation is to move the goalposts, right? Yes. And to change the game in and a very did.
0: sneaky way.
1: Yeah, so, and they did so, totally. So what,
0: what's going on with bonds as far as option structure? What do you see for bonds and oh, gambling? My
1: you're you're really putting me in the test I haven't I have at to because, that's a,
0: it, because it's still a really important theme even if people don't realize you know bond uh, their their tech is really a bond proxy so I want I want to see what's going on if anything with um a few things that are under the Whew. yeah that that yeah. under their um you know their their high point it, there. bond it
1: just, it just doesn't they just don't get enough like uh, realistically like premium to, to drive, it's, it's predominantly bearish, um, what I'm looking at right now, but like Can it's- Can you share it? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure.
0: Okay, sure. we've also seen many a day where bonds sell off with stocks. So they're not even close to um, hedge material. But then I also see, you know, the, the same thing, which is funny yesterday, in fact, I wrote for clients, um, we have some fun divergences to keep an eye on. Bitcoin bounces at times of the gold selling which you know that's quote unquote correlated momentum is selling off with value stocks are selling off with bonds and the new york Fang, which is the uh the big tech plays equally weighted they were getting a bid as volatility of nasdaq was also getting a bid so (laughs) all right so show what uh what tlt at the very least the
1: Uh, tlt is a tlt looks terrible like um it's just not it's not enough heavy. Volume. It looks it looks abandoned. Honestly, like that's an abandoned number, right? Like just such so, so, like nothing. Like next to nothing, right? Like, I can't
0: even read that PC number. Is that 5.86, 5. 5.
1: Yeah. All to the all puts put side. Yeah, all puts. Okay. All puts. Like in and I think it's just getting sit, it's getting sit on. Um not but sit on so like they're just it's getting sit on right now so like you know I I don't I I think this trade doesn't change like I know folks thinking it might change or whatever I don't know this is kind of in a in a beat down for the moment um and 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 stay in there like um I know that it's made a rounding kind of base here um but it's still it's still kind of way way below this whole like market structure level right here is it could it could fill in and it could hit all the way up to 150 and kind of just hit the the VWAP for the last year or so and it would mean anything like that's more that, more. too funny. More, I,
0: literally in my live trading room, I said 148. It could still go to 148 and I would still be a bond bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% agree with you and the bond and the options market concurs um, with you on that and 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 you look at this like there's just it. it's left it's been abandoned okay right you're not getting any action in this which which for the bullish side is not necessarily what you want because if volume and you want piercing moves to really start displacing market structure the same way you did on the bearish side and yeah. you're not getting that you're getting all right you're getting what leaky gorp but in a bearish basis okay. so well, then what i'm about- with you
0: then what about small caps, IWM and VIX? Let's do those two before we close.
1: Yeah, um, IWM is like at that, it's over the shelf, right? I yep. don't know what the gamma looks like. Um, gamma is tough on this because it, it gets hedged a lot. Okay. So, you know, IWM really gets hedged a lot. And it's you see that all the time where it's sitting there like that. Um, but you can see that it's up on over the, It's up and over the hurdle, which was this volume shelf that had lasted since February. So this, and with volume flows coming in, right? So when you look at the actual inside IWM, like when I look inside IWM um, versus like IWM on the outside, right, that's inside, Yeah. right? Those are the stocks inside of it and how they look versus IWM traded by itself when you look at like iwm um
0: yeah just by itself
1: by itself and it's not even showing up on you let's see top 50 (laughs) equities it's hiding right here
0: so it's really swamped by the others
1: yeah well what happens is like uh well it's it's in there it's actually red but what happens is it's hedged out but all the underlying is getting bought heavily with
0: got calls
1: right and so the index itself is being hedged as a hedged vehicle um but in in what i think if you just look at this is they're just hedging a breakdown right that this doesn't break out i think if you see this like break out and stay here above this 223 shelf then this is going to run i think this is a pretty easy trade if it holds over this level, and this this is another reason why I think this summer could just leak, because that's exactly what happened in seventeen, because um, it was just carried kind of forward with the with the small caps. And if you if you really want to like, you can play. I, I wouldn't play the, the the IWM itself, but maybe like you're you're looking at the stuff that's inside the IWM. Like, what are the things that are going to get real real alpha, and you can kind of track that and inside of the Russell. Um, because there's so many different plays inside of them. Well, it used so, to be
0: right. casinos, basically gambling stocks with a heavily uh, weighted IWM components. But um, yeah. right now it's GameStop and all the rest that are just taking up retail space. All right, so Clove is a question, CLOV, and then VIX, those two, and then let's close.
1: Okay, yeah, there you can see it. Caesars, AMC, AMC and GM, Games, yeah, exactly. Plug, Pen, Novax, um, Cleveland Cliffs. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the thing the other day about the Cleveland Cliffs CEO talking about he was going to make the shorts kill themselves?
0: Oh my God. And then he had none on.
1: Well, well I was hysterical. Um, uh, oh, just what a. What a what he's going to be
0: remembered, but for the wrong things. Wrong okay.
1: reason. Yeah. So, like this, this these plays inside of here are going to yes. be far more exciting,
0: yes, trade wise,
1: than than the actual.
0: 100%. Okay. All right.
1: So, what do you want to look at?
0: Clove and uh, Vicks. Let's see what we All have right. for.
1: Oh, not weed. You don't want the weed. Yeah. The CMO. Maybe you want
0: the weed, but yeah, it's in here. All right. There it is. I see it. Ah, oh, you want plural it Because that had such a massive, massive um, handle, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And then, yeah. boom. I mean, it's not even tradable. That's just not tradable. But what is it? Where is it? When you-
1: when you look at this right it's still sitting above vwap right and momentum's breaking down and then the flows are still positive into the security so it was a big move I, i think as long as it's over 10 it could take that kind of same look this looks eerily similar to our friend um right here right where it comes back down and then rips higher again it just this is a this to me may be the most meme stock of all meme stocks, right? Because this is Chama and this is like, you know, the, the, the way that this gets going and it, it really gets, it really gets frothy. So I, I think that this, this is, this is the, the type of stuff that could really, really run the summer or, or, you know, what you want to see if you're looking for like a a level of market structure, like, you know, where would I watch? You're going to watch that 1165 level, right? Because if it gets underneath there and breaks, typically what you're going to see is like a half a big body bar get broken, which would be coincidentally enough, right? Half of the red body bar, almost like clockwork, right? So like, when you look at this, that, that 10 and that's like 1080, 10, 1050 to 1080. That's that volume shelf right there that blew it right out. Yeah. So that's where all of the 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 strong hands were. Strong hands bought here, sold up into this move. Now they're sitting back here. Would they get it again? Could be. And what you could see is you could see if there was some options activity coming in on that um ahead of time. Like uh what's 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 transpiring right from the options side. Um that you know, nothing, not. Three million in premium. That's
0: nothing.
1: Nothing. So, so it's kind of being left to its own devices right now. But if you if you if you look at this, you can see why because it's in no man's land and it's got this whole vacuum right here for for and the the shelf between this this uh, fair value gap. So it's exploring this right now. I wouldn't be surprised to see this hit hit ten bucks,
0: hundred percent, fifty.
1: Right. Yep. And, then and then have to then base see. for a
0: while. And, and, and then and have to base. base for a while. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So what do you see for VIX?
1: VIX. Oh, man. Um, you know, let's look at the options in VIX right now. Um, VIX is like, I don't think, not VIX, VIX. 73 million neutral today, but it's
0: neutral. So you don't yeah. even have a preponderance of calls or puts beating <laughs> the tape. You really <laughs> have folks that are moving from maybe bullish to bearish, but they haven't totally committed. And yet skew is is at, 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 at like a multi year high skew is showing that folks are really loading up on puts, supposedly um, expecting some crash that hasn't come.
1: <laughs> it's not, that's a neutral number
0: that's a totally right.
1: neutral number right yeah. and this is this is why we use 1 to 1.5 as neutral because when we looked at it the last 3 years since options exploded back to 2018 it's got to really break 1.5 once it breaks 1.5 it's bearish and it will get it can get heavy bearish with the way the market is built and that's why you see like this kind of uh when you look at the way that we graded this to 3.5 is bearish and then it gets what you know we call it just blood red because it goes it gets really dumpster fire after (laughs) three and a half but but this one to one and a half is really kind of like I would just it's just it's just hedging.
0: Like how right? did you remember what was the one that we looked at that was 5.86 it's off the vector yeah. scale. It
1: it will rescale itself by the way. Like the system will rescale itself in in times of turmoil. So just okay. know, know that that it'll go to like 10 or 20 or whatever cuz it gets right. out of hand in today's world. So VIX is VIX is looking very 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 neutral. Okay. And this is the VIX. This I don't I, like the proxies cuz they're not getting enough action. Unless it's like getting out of hand, and then they get a lot of calls, but and and they they're built like VXX and UVXY, they're built to just go to zero.
0: Yeah. So, so like I, the VIX I, is much
1: better. Yeah. So
0: so far neutered has been my term for VIX, neutered, but yeah. neutered and that hasn't changed yet. So we'll see if we yeah. get any, um, any move, any motion here. But it, okay, so summer is um, heating up, and yet volume is definitely cooling down we'll see if folks back to work so some states obviously have uh, you know kicked the unemployment benefits to the the curb and folks are kind of going back to work or they're traveling like you said all that pent-up demand for um, time out is conspiring and then of course Wall Street does this every August. They go to the Hamptons, whatever, Ever. and just yeah. tells the B team to keep the market stuck together. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. that's, that's my, my conspiracy theory anyway. Um, okay, so then that's it. We, we have to play this by ear and follow those fabulous scans and uh, the option flow and see if we get uh, VIX moving from, basically bearish has now moved to neutral, could move to bullish very soon.
1: And you would see that in that call file, like the the scans for the index will pick that up. If you pick that up, go run the Vixinator, because then it's going to tell you which ones are really getting the action inside of the Vix complex.
0: Vixinator? You have a scan called Vixinator. Oh, I love it. All right. This has been very educational, which will prove to be very, very profitable. Um, We definitely have um, options matrix. (laughs) I love that. Heading to the mobile app and Apple store, along with my risk indicators and where Rithika is using them every day in the discord uh, channel. So that's working out well. So good to talk. That is, to. that is
1: awesome. That discord chat. That's rocking. Like, y'all got something <laughs> y'all got something cooking over there. That's good stuff. She's, Feisty.
0: She's, I, I'm, I'm just populating my market thoughts and my chase calls of which there are many, In you know, but honestly it's the engagement that she's really good with this this younger crowd is just very rabid for attention and the light they like the light
1: they they, they I'm telling you this is great for the markets it's great for liquidity uh, to have so many people interested and then like if it's we true. can if we can get our our job to deliver you know, useful insights and information and let people grow their knowledge. They never had a better opportunity to participate in the markets. This is such a good thing. So I, I think it's a great idea. It's a great move. I think people ought to jump in there like, um, and, and jump on board with that. So.
0: It's It's been fun and profitable. So we'll keep doing it and uh, yep, yep. we'll feed all this stuff from uh, Option Matrix as well as it relates to our calls and get people to also check out this fabulous platform and this um, just the, your scans too are just fire they're really really helpful all right yeah. jonathan have a great rest of the week and everyone thanks for joining sorry for running over we do that sometimes um we'll touch base next week and then we're going to cool it down a little bit in july and august we're yeah. going to do it every other um when do you head to the Carolinas? virginia virginia, virginia?
1: yeah we're going to be in uh, carolines virginia from august august oh. and september
0: gotta oh. get out of florida ah. oh, oh that's right that's right you're the end uh, the end of the the, the summer all right yeah, end oh. of summer Thanks everyone for joining. Have a great afternoon. Oh, before okay, we'll okay. We'll get all that. (laughs) Hit me in DM, Helen. All right. Thank you so much in Slack. Okay, take care, everyone. Bye.